intro like a solid intro yeah. maybe this is something that will come organically maybe we, we should workshop on. this now live and then um people will get to see our creative process yeah. and respect us as creatives and hire us for lots of creative jobs yeah i mean i'm um, kind of <laughs> i'm fine with this being a little bit messy not messy hmm. but like as in like you know camp messy like sort of like video. um a beautiful creation gay is messy right <laughs> let's discuss that oh, oh my no. gosh i think you've frozen on my screen again so i guess i'm just doing a monologue until you unfreeze oh hello <laughs> hmm. i wonder if i'm frozen i'm queen elsa in the castle kiva if you can hear this i'm so sorry <laughs> um what a great start! Oh, no. What the hell? Okay, give me a little I mean, technical maybe I should message you on Facebook. Viewers, I am now opening the Facebook app. I've... Oh my gosh, Kiva's left the Zoom. I'm in control. It's the Simon podcast. <laughs> this will all be cut. It's fine. Um, I'm gonna message Kiva. Circle message. Oh, I'll send her a voice note um, so you guys can join in. Circle message, Kiva McGee. Where the fuck did you go? <laughs> oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I think Kiva McGee is returning. Ladies, and gentlemen, and non-binary pals, actually. Um. <laughs> Hi. And oh my god. Now we're live. Okay, yeah. Nice. That Sorry. pause will be perfect for our sponsors to go into. <laughs> Oh my god, the way that I dream about this, Simon, can you imagine? Who would we be sponsored by? Um, um, like, big gay cars. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Maybe both, big gay car dildos. Dildos Dildos for your car. Oh, okay, I thought you meant like a dildo shaped like a car. Oh, this is not the content I, I wanted to start us off with. <laughs> yeah, well, we're really off to a very interesting start here. Um, hey, mom and dad. Yeah, that's um, that's what I was like, oh, I hope my parents <laughs> never listen to this. <laughs> okay, so who are we? What are we doing here? What the hell is going on? What the fuck is going on in here on this day? Hello and welcome. Um, <laughs> sorry, okay, uh, hi podcast yeah our really cool queer funky totally organized yeah so prepared put together uh, but also quirky podcasts yeah (laughs) um hi hello we are gay to z um we are are we gay gay to z or gay to z this is important we are we are we are we are oh my god would you say z if you were doing the alphabet no no i don't normally actually that's so true yeah like are you american all of a sudden (laughs) i'm not like i would say z but gay to z sounds funny 
I don't. I kind of like. Know, I don't know why I like Gator Z more, but I get okay, the people. This changes things because I have a theme song in mind that I want to record, <laughs> and in my head it was always Gator Z, and now I need to change it. Well, the listeners you... will already have heard this, so whatever ends up as the theme song. Did, this is did... our creative process. <laughs> did you rhyme things with Z, and I've just like. No, no, no! It wasn't like a whole thing. If you just like literally the title, "Girl in Red," gay to you're Z. like gay to Z. Fuck yes, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the song. I mean, we could um. be, we could be. Maybe we should. Maybe oh, we'll put a Twitter poll up about this or an Instagram poll. That's what the cool kids use Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. Should we what, be if Z? People say Z or Z. Yeah, should we be Z or Z? Gay to Z, gay to Z. I don't know. I just think Zed sounds more like I. I would feel like I'd have to put on an American accent every time I said "gay to Z." Gay to Z. It's so, it's Z. starting to sound like a weird oh. sports like drink <laughs> brand. Gay to Z. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it does actually. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to come back to this one. Um. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Hi. Hello. We are gay. Podcast. Gay to Zed stroke Z. Um. We are a queer. I guess like what would media like it just yeah. queer art pop queer culture queer pop culture queer any form of thing you want to put out into the universe um yeah podcast review um, review podcast? stroke I guess like discussion Slash just kind of talking stroke, about things like vibing stroke your best friends on the internet <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, just we're, we're here for a good time we have a really strong time. brand in mind as you can see clearly um, clearly yeah so we like basically we are two queer people um who mm-hmm. wanted to experience more queer media in all its forms i guess um and yes. so we decided a good way to do that would be the forced social um pressure of doing a weekly podcast yes <laughs> um and so yeah. we're here <laughs> Yeah, I also, like, was very much inspired by Friends of the Pod. Oh, we get to say that now. <laughs> Midnight Marys. Um, our friends have a One Direction podcast. And I'm sure anyone who's actually listening to this already knows that because it's going to be, like, three people that we know who <laughs> are on that podcast. Yeah, it's, it's um, going to be Harry, Ali and Aoife. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And it just is, just like, is a lot of fun. Like, just sounds like fun and I enjoy listening to it. So I was just like, I want a podcast. Having so I been, hit Simon up, I was like, let's do it. Having been on an episode of Midnight Memories, I can tell you it is a lot of fun over there. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. I'm not cool enough to be on Midnight hey, Memories. <laughs> hey, you're, you're, a, you're an, in, this is, this is really an oh my elaborate God, this is plan. My way in. Yeah. To yes. get you on Now that I'm a podcaster. One direction. I'm cool enough to go on. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so true. Wow. So, okay. So, so that's the real reason why we're doing this. <laughs> also, I think a big thing I probably should have mentioned at the top of this is the reason we're called Gay to Z is because we're going through the alphabet of queer media. Yes. One at a time. So episode A, I guess we'll call it for now, um, is mm-hmm. where we're gonna go through a gay media thing which starts with an A, and then next episode, you guessed it. Spoiler alert: it's B. <laughs> Um, yes yeah so i mean maybe we should introduce who we are as well that might help along the way right yeah i was gonna say should we do that first and then get into our our a 
A. Which, I don't know what, yeah, they'll already know what it is by, like, the title. <laughs> by, so yeah, by reading it. We're no, like, oh, the big secret. <laughs> the big reveal's coming up. <laughs> um, um, do you want to go first? So, was that uh, a power, was that a okay. power move, being like, I think you should introduce yourself first? I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God, why did I not prepare this? This is the part that I'm actually scared of. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, then I'll go first. I'll be brave. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you set the tone you set the tone yeah completely because but... i just like if people ask me about myself i just start reeling off my cv and it's like that's not interesting that's not what people want to know give I... us the fun facts i would listen to you read the phone book <laughs> 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 um no okay who am i kiva i am um simon gibbo gibson <laughs> um okay. hi hello i am a 24 um year old gay person in northern ireland Ooh, uh, um i use he him <laughs> pronouns um what do i do i um do a bit of writing uh do a wee bit of sort of like tv work um love to read a play love a bit of theater um i have i have another podcast called trysts which is all to do with theater big fan go what go look at that after this but not now <laughs> um god i get why you were nervous about this what what are fun things about me um i uh i'm a big nerd i love board games um so if there's any gay board games we'll be covering those on this series yeah oh my god that'd be fun um and playing them on live streams on our patreon <laughs> um <laughs> what else what i just feel like i am a very i'm ginger um <laughs> oh yeah that that's feels, a big one you, that yeah, feels you important that. to mention um yeah i, I <laughs> the way very, i honestly i'm very like racist against gingers apart from you should i say that will i be cancelled for that i'm am, joking guys i'm joking i don't think it's she fine. is like she <laughs> the thing she's saying in is. the text chat of this zoom guy <laughs> Simon is my one ginger friend. Oh, that's so kind. That <laughs> that's not even true. It's not it. even true. <laughs> um, um, no. Yeah, I feel like. Why don't you tell us like your your favorite um... dinner food? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> well, I was going to say like your fave gay Things. or like queer LGBTQ Stuff. pieces of work, art, uh, pop culture, whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. That None of fun. them. They're all shit. <laughs> oh. Um. What have I loved that has been gay? God, this is this is on the spot panic right here. Um, oh God, sorry. No, I no, take no. it back. You don't have to answer that. Ah. <laughs> no, this is this is fair. I mean, um, stuff I love that is LGBT. Things that I've been watching recently that are LGBT. Um, I have been watching the series Legendary. Um, that is all about. I guess like ballroom culture. Um, mm. Jamila Jamil is one of the judges, along with Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I've been watching it with my housemate Callum, who introduced me to it. So shout out Callum. Um, and <laughs> it is all about sort of the world of ballroom in a competition environment. Um, really, really cool. Um, a world that I didn't know a lot about before it, um, and I feel like I've learned a lot more from it than I've learned from the likes of Drag Race because it's genuinely quite um educational whilst also being really entertaining and fast-paced um and like celebratory of the art form as opposed to like putting these people against each other in a really mean sort of controlled pressure cooker environment Mm. it's quite loving and supportive whilst also being a really intense competition um and i really like it so that's one thing i've been watching recently um i feel Mm. like 
I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of like, have I read any gay books? But no, not like, <laughs> oh, actually, that's a fucking lie. I am reading a gay book. <laughs> <laughs> I am reading a book I'm recommended by my friend Laurie um, called The House, in the, Cerule- the House in the Cerulean Sea. I'm not 100% sure who it's by, but I can check that. Um, Cute. And it is about a like gay, um, this sort of like, caseworker in this like world of like magical beings um who goes to like orphanages for um sort of like children with magical powers and checks like the orphanages are okay and stuff but he's like this like 40 year old like anxious gay man um and i think he's gonna fall in love with maybe one of the other men in the book but i won't spoil any of that um and it's very wholesome and very easy to listen to because i'm lazy and don't read books and just listen to them on audible instead that's me that's all you need to know you'll learn more throughout the podcast (laughs) love it i'm kiva who Um, you (laughs) oh okay so the way i asked you that question and then suddenly was like oh no that means i have to answer that to you and i don't know what i'm gonna say this whole podcast is just gonna be gay panic i was gonna say should we preface (laughs) the the real introduction should have just been like we're two very anxious queer people (laughs) yeah 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 cut the section there that's all we need yeah Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I am Kiva McGee. Um, I am a queer woman. Um, like, I don't know. I, I kind of am like whatever about like a label. Fuck a label. Like, so yeah, buy labels. or pan or whatever. I just kind of, I prefer like queer, but you know, I don't really care. Um, and my pronouns are she, her. Um, and I am a theatery person. Um, I do mostly stage management. Um, but I'm also writing a play about <gasps> queer women in Northern Ireland. <gasps> um, which, like, I guess one day I will have to show somebody... Have we have we Let's seen a little bit it. of this play? Am I am I making, this is the play you, I've seen a little you, bit of? Yeah, you yeah a little like snippet of a little section. Well, I can say what's out there so far is excellent. So get prepared for oh, the next Jesus. Tony Award winning play, guys. Oh, <laughs> Coming yeah. from this very podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else about me? Uh, I also love um to sing and make music and also not show that to anyone um Apart from i'm the an ariana grande stan yeah the jing this jing- our jingle will be my little like toe in ew why did i have to say toe no never mind oh. cancel that anyway oh are you frozen oh no it's fine, it's fine. i think i think oh am i back because i was gonna say i was frozen for like a second there but um i just stayed quiet because i thought you were going on a beautiful um moment <laughs> no no um yeah what what so who am i i i'm an ariana grande stan first and foremost <laughs> let's um, get that out in the open above anything else <laughs> uh and yeah my f- favorite things yeah tell us about your favorite uh, um queer media art <laughs> oh god why did i ask this question <laughs> yeah. um have you watched anything recently that's felt a bit gay you know a bit limp wrist uh, <laughs> uh 
Um, I well, all I've been watching recently is Grey's Anatomy, and there is some lesbianism in that. Oh, I've never done it. Yeah, I'm just kind of obsessed, but it's like kind of it's not. It's like mostly straight, so I don't know if that counts. Hey, I mean, um, gay storylines like that's yeah, that's feeding us breadcrumbs, but we like it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm gonna cut out these silences, by the way. <laughs> no, keep them in. I think the pl- I think the players, I think the um, listeners will love the the moments the to reflect on the. <laughs> it, listen to our podcast if you want to feel uncomfortable. Um. <laughs> listen to our podcast if you want to consistently check your phone to be like, is this on? Did did it pause itself? Oh no, they just don't know what to say. <laughs> um. Oh god, I really like I can't think of anything ever that's ever existed now. To be fair, I usually when people ask me like what's your favorite play? I do say our big reveal. Oh, drum which roll, is Angels please. in America. I, I I'm scared if I hit the mic it'll just go like boom boom boom. Oh. But... <laughs> um yeah, Angels in America. Angels. I do tell people that's my favorite play, but I also I don't know I'm, do you know what it is? I'm actually... I don't have favourite... Things. Things. Yeah. I'm really bad at picking favourites. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone asks me my favourite film, I, I I have to name ten. I can't narrow it down to one. So, it's just easier for me to say, oh, yeah, Angels in America is my favourite play. But I don't know what my favourite play is. I don't know but, what my favourite play is, to be honest, either. Um, yeah. I feel like I used to have an answer to that, but then you, you, you read so many more, or see so many more, and you're like, oh... There's more, there's more than one answer and it depends on the context, right? Yeah. And that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I just, like, that for me was like, when we went to see it in the cinema. Did you see it in real life? Did you go no. to London? That... Oh my gosh, okay. I wish. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you have that playbook. I wasn't sure if you did. Oh, no, my, my good friend Sarah got me that after I'd seen it and didn't shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I feel that. Um, yeah, we went to see it when they did the like live Nas- National Theatre Live mm-hmm. thing in the cinema in twenty seventeen, I believe. The, yeah, that's the... when that's when it was on. Anyway, but I don't know if it was like into twenty eighteen. No, I feel like it was twenty seventeen. Um, yeah, it was during yeah, the summer because I... I feel like we weren't in uni for it. Like, as in, like I feel like we didn't have any assignments due, yeah. and it felt stress free and. I do yes. remember drinking vodka slush puppies after seeing the first one. Yes. Yeah, no, it was because I had decided I was going to do my dissertation on it for oh. third year drama. Unreal. Um, Like over the summer. And I was all excited. I was like, oh my God, this play made me feel emotions, you know? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> That means, I mean, that means Kiva McGee is an Angels in America expert then as well, right? If you've done a dissertation on it. Oh, oh wait, but you didn't. No. Oh my gosh, I actually was but about he... to say, you didn't do it in the end though, right? No, I didn't because, and I still, I still mourn that dissertation to this day. Oh. Um, <laughs> because I basically, um, kind of. I was going to say I chickened out of it, but, like, it kind of wasn't really my fault. Like, the dissertation supervisor kind of scared me out of doing it a little bit because um, when I came 
to like whatever little meeting with like my ideas um, and how I kind of wanted to do it on like how it impacted how we think about gender um, and he was just like uh, he, he basically was just kind of like yeah this has been done before like you're not saying anything new or interesting so Dope. you know go on girl give us nothing kind of thing um i would have loved reading it yeah me too i uh, i I'm, i regret dropping out because i i just was like oh shit okay well i don't have any other ideas like this was my idea that i've been working on for however long like a couple mm-hmm. of months or whatever it sucks you didn't but get then, like an indication before that <laughs> yeah like... but then like other lecturers were like you know said to me that like he's kind of more thinking of like a master's or a phd dissertation where like it needs to be like you know original research but this was like undergrad like it's not like i can't like pose a question that like has been asked before or whatever i don't know like but i just got like scared so i dropped out out of interest does that mean you didn't do a dissertation at all or did you do something else um yeah no I didn't do a dissertation then and I did not realize that that meant that I only got like a BA rather than a BA ons in brackets on my degree I didn't know that I didn't realize you had to do a dissertation for that I just thought like oh I'll just do another module so I'm only doing a podcast with someone who has a BA Hmm. Do you know how I feel about? Do you know how I feel about your um, credibility now? <laughs> hey, I have an MA as well. Yeah, I was going to say you're way more qualified than me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that was my tragic story. Oh, put violins underneath that. That'll be beautiful. Mm. Oh, uh, absolutely. Oh, oh my gosh, editing tip. Um, <laughs> should we do for um the three viewers um a little recap of what Angels in America maybe is? um yes possibly as a challenge um yeah i i had an idea for this and i mean we're workshopping you know we're we're being loose we're being creative we're being cool um do so i can flip a coin or something but should one of us do part one and one of us do part two in terms of like what happens keep his eyes for anyone who is not watching (laughs) just went no fucking way (laughs) um Oh, I mean. No, thank you. Oh, we should do it on a 30 second timer as well, because that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Oh. I. It, uh, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't ma- know why that has stressed me. We can do like the whole thing maybe and try and do it in like 30 seconds. Yeah, sick. That sounds even An better. An overview of the whole we, thing. Should we do so? Should we do like a go each, um, and see who does it better? Uh, yeah. Okay. And Let's because do that. this was my heinous evil idea, I don't mind going first as well. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> um, do you want to set a timer, or do you want me to set a timer? I'll set a timer. Just tell me when to go. I feel really stressed all of a sudden. <laughs> Oh wait, can you do? Oh, you can't do. Never mind. Hold on. Oh my god, I can't remember any of the characters' names. I'm gonna. Oh no. Okay, I've got. I've got the. I've got the main three. I don't remember what Russell Toby's character's called, but that's fine. Okay. I just call. Right, I just call him Gay Mormon Boy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Timer starting. 
No. Okay, so Angels in America, A Gay Fantasia on National Themes. I wrote that on my notebook. Um, Mm -hmm. is a play about, um, I think, I believe it's 1980s America um, during the sort of AIDS epidemic um, centres on kind of like two love stories, I guess. Um, So one is between Lou and Pryor, where Pryor has just recently been diagnosed with AIDS. Um, And then Harper and her closeted gay Mormon husband whose name i've forgotten but we're just going to call him gay mormon for now um lots of stuff happens your time is up oh my god (laughs) yeah sorry 30 seconds is is that is not a lot of time at all well you know what Mm -hmm. you'll just have to read the rest from where you left off love that i've I've given you the setup you have a lot in 30 seconds do you want me to set a timer um yeah and I'll, I'll oh put God. it on screen so you can, like, see how much time you have. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's better or worse. It means when fine. there's, like, three seconds left, you'll be able to be like, oh. <laughs> okay, tell me. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Um. Okay, so, um, fucking hell. No, I fucked this already. I fucked it. Um, there, oh, my God. Oh, can I start over? <laughs> well, that guys is what that we call was too a much. I think I need to not see the time. Okay, that was cool. stressing that, me out. That was more. a bad. That was my fault. Um, no, no, no. It's fine. I just that's okay. just who I am as a person. We ready? We ready to go again? Take a wee breather. Oh. Take a drink. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I love. Um, we're like twenty six okay. minutes in, and all we've done is be like. this is who we are (laughs) this is the play i guess okay okay you ready steady cook um so the play uh features supernatural elements such as ghosts angels and whatnot um and it's like kind of semi-metaphorical um it's also set like during the kind of cold war or just after the cold war i don't know history um and that's your time i'm pleased that your pen's done okay that was like three fun facts that was less of a summary and that was more like here are things that i remember yeah here is the quick abridged version and i feel like we can just we'll do like the quick bullet points basically um during the whole story the guy prior who has aids um has sort of like angelic premonitions i guess i don't even know premonitions is the right word but he is visited by this sort of like angel hence the title um and is sort of told that like this story about like heaven being like san francisco and how like he like god abandoned the angels and it's all very metaphorical and crazy um but the whole sort of premise is i guess there's there's actually so much that happens no yeah there's no. a lot uh, listen Wait. guys it's like six and a half hours long so <laughs> and we're trying to do that to... in 30 seconds yeah come on folks i'm not come sure on. i understand oh god siri just said <gasps> oh! i don't think i understand and honestly same same um she gets what... it I mean, I guess, like, just a lot of shit happens, but basically the overall message is that, um, I don't know, this is what I maybe got from it, is that things like AIDS um, isn't a death sentence, and that um, there's quite a positive sentiment by the end of the play that, um, 
like through resilience and human kindness and friendship and lots of other things because it discusses and tony kushner has said this himself like the play touches like a million different things um but the idea is that like sort of like through that like very nice lovely message at the end there can be some hope and the whole there's a whole part in it where like um the angel's big message is that like humankind has to stop moving and has to stop being sort of these like the reason that they they kept moving and doing and changing things and that's sort of why god fell out of love with his angels so the angels think they need to stop moving but that's kind of a big metaphor for aids in the idea that like if prior just lies down and dies um that's kind of like him being like i've got aids that's it done for me whereas him saying no to that and saying no i'm not going to fulfill the prophecy of this angel is kind of him being like oh i'm fuck that you've given me a death sentence but i'm not necessarily gonna obey and sort of lay down and die by that um and it's got a really lovely hopeful message i imagine Mm -hmm. tony kushner lived through a very the very difficult aids epidemic anyway um so it's quite a nice positive sentiment for what is ultimately in a lot of queer media portrayed as quite a horrific deadly i mean which it was but like quite a upsetting um a lot of very sad stories come out of that and it's nice to have a story that's actually quite hopeful by the end of it come Mm. out of that as well if that makes any kind of sense (laughs) yeah no that was good that was good um (laughs) yeah um and that bit as well like whenever prior is up like with the angels and they're kind of like um talking about how the world is shit and all these things I don't remember exactly what they're saying. I should have written down notes whenever we watched it. But um, <clears throat> um, he says something like, like he has this really lovely bit, like a kind of monologue bit where he's like saying like, basically that he knows that like, like he, kn- he knows everything they're saying about the world and society and blah, blah, blah. And how like, you know, he is going to die at some point or whatever. But he's like, I want to live anyway like what what there's some lovely line he says what is it like um <clears throat> i have the play on me so let me check <laughs> this is what is this when he's in angel heaven i was about to say yeah he's um, just kind of like i hope that is the end of the play <laughs> uh, he's like i well you know i know this but like i just want to go on anyway go on living or whatever kind of in spite mm-hmm. of it or yeah i mean that's kind of the lovely that is the lovely sort of like sentiment by the end and i think that's the part where i usually cry (laughs) yes same that Um, always touches my heart and soul yeah and like how it ends as well just like it doesn't upset me but it just makes me like it's so lovely um okay i am in the right scene let me see uh so there's a bit here um oh my gosh it's also kind of about when he's breaking up with Lou because there's like a bit where he's like he isn't mm. coming back and even if he did uh, anyway uh, we can't stop we're not rocks progress migration motion is modernity it's animate it's what's living things do um, was it something to do with that or what What do you remember him saying is it near the end of that um, I think I think that is um, oh here it is bit, it's yeah. probably it's probably this bit Kiva mm-hmm. I still want my blessing even sick I want to be alive um yeah i think there's another line that i'm thinking of but i think it is like around that bit anyway (laughs) Uh, but what what was the sentiment of it 
he says at this point i want more life i can't help myself i do yeah um, yeah i like that that's like that's kind of is there a bit after that um, that's kind yep. of the sentiment i'm talking about so this is the last this is like literally the last like paragraph of the scene where he goes you haven't seen what's to come you've only seen what you're afraid is coming until it arrives please don't be offended but all you can see is fear i'm leaving heaven do you now i'm taking my illness with me and i'll take my death with me too the earth the earth's my home and i want to go home oh it's the bit before that (laughs) (laughs) um let me see where's a good place to start with that god i feel like i'm reading scripture like like you're like in a weird like i'm in church and i'm like so yeah. if everyone will just turn to page um 278 of the um <laughs> national theater edition of our book <laughs> with your wee glasses and all yeah with my wee glasses god bless i can't see um let me see oh, i don't I, do you want i'll just read the whole paragraph i'm sorry this will be long Go on. we'll probably we'll get a copyright strike <laughs> um but still bless me anyway i want more life i can't help myself i do i've lived through such terrible times and there are people who live through much 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 worse but you see them living anyway when they're when they've more spirit than body more sores than skin when they've burned and in agony when flies lay eggs in the corners of their eyes of their children they live death usually has to take life away i don't know if that's just the animal i don't know if it's not braver to die but i recognize the habit the addiction to being alive we live past hope if i can find hope anywhere that's it that's the best i can do it's so much not enough so inadequate but bless me anyway i want more life Mm, yeah and that's where we'll leave our scripture today (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah i love that i love that bit yeah i love just just how it ends as well more life yeah um i feel like we've really skipped like the entire first play and been like the ending's so beautiful (laughs) well um, i mean come on like there is yeah. a lot yeah there, oh my god there's but, so much of it but i just love how it ends with like the character addressing the audience and being like mm. go forth like we're like live and your spread. life bestie yeah yeah but yeah live your life bestie that is the sentiment that is that's all we need to say live your life bestie is <laughs> in america um gosh yeah. yeah is is there anything particular which you wanted like to talk about in terms of like the play or the like the national theater edition which is the one we've both seen yeah so um, we we obviously are talking about yes the national theater version um from 2017 oh i was about to plug i was about to be like you can get national theater at home which has <laughs> yeah that feels, like well, a, yeah that feels like a sponsored plug we are not sponsored not by sponsored, national theater but, but we would happily take it yeah please sponsor us um, um, <laughs> um but yeah and the the like live cinema streaming we saw in 2017 but mm-hmm. we also watched it at home on our tvs during lockdown like a couple yeah. of months ago yeah and that's um, the most recent time i've seen it i did actually went before so, yeah. that i tried to read it at one point um mm-hmm and i this sounds so bad and it's because i was like 17 and not as educated as i am now but i find it too like heavy monologue and also yeah really dense like political stuff and obviously it's supposed to be like i think almost all queer art in some way is political but it was Mm -hmm. like so heavily like historical politics that i was like oh my gosh i don't understand any of this and i'm 16 and just want to see boys kissing Um, yeah <laughs> so it was like so i was like oh my god but then seeing it and i think the national theater does a really good job of being like this is a really dense political bit but we're still going to make it really interesting with like 
how they visualize it and how the characters talk in really like natural tones and stuff as well and i just mm-hmm. really appreciated that and it made me want to read it the second time um, yeah i i have not read it to, me saying it's my favorite play and then i haven't fucking read it um i do Theater's have meant it to be watched right i know see this is the thing like because it's so big and it is so dense like i haven't got around to reading it but i would like to read it at some point but i do i do think like i mean reading plays is like fine but it's just mm-hmm. you know not how they are meant to be consumed mm-hmm. but um I guess one uh, thing we forgot to mention in the like injury bit was that there's it's technically two plays. <laughs> yeah, like it's two parts. Yeah, I don't think we actually have said. Well, yeah. So for those who don't know, it is in two parts. Yeah. Um, part one is uh, Millennium Approaches, and part two is Perestroika. Um, so like the the National Theatre version, like the first part is like three and a half hours the second part is like four hours something like that mm-hmm. so you would see it on different days if you were going in real life um <clears throat> but oh, yeah so like we obviously watched huh i just said god bless them for learning that much script because it is i know a like book. <laughs> yeah it is a lot like yeah but um yeah so we obviously watched it on our tvs at home mm-hmm. which i mean it's not the same i mean seeing it in the cinema is not the same as seeing it in real life and then watching it at home mm-hmm. is again not the same it's like that's more a, watered down that's like something version. i wanted to ask you did you find like watching it the second time you had any like different opinions of it because the first time i knew we were both just like so blown away as like mm. i guess like young queer people who realistically hadn't seen maybe that many like queer plays and stuff like that as well yeah from northern ireland they, they don't mm-hmm. get on the stage that much unless it's part of the outburst festival so like yeah for me it was like such a like fuck oh my gosh this is like so like dipped in like our own culture i guess even though obviously it's in set in america in the like 80s <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, no like whenever we first saw it like I really was just so like because like at that time in uni and stuff I kind of was just really like any kind of queer culture that I was coming across I was like oh my god wow like these are my people mm-hmm. um so watching it the first time I was just like really like yeah blown away mm-hmm. um so How this did you time find the second one? <laughs> um like I did find myself sometimes like getting distracted going on my phone and stuff and like I don't know if that's because because it's so long and because some bits like the more like you know historical like politically bits are more kind of dense or if it's because I'm sat in my living room watching it or like probably a combination of all those things to be honest yeah um I actually I kind of agree with that I think yeah that I think like oh oh no you froze again I can oh, still you're back. you I think you're back I can oh, still cool. hear you. It's okay. You keep talking. Sick. Um, all I was gonna say um, <laughs> was I think the pl- the production, and obviously we're talking about the production now, as opposed to just the text, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, was so like theatrical and loud and insane and like in your face that when you have that on like your little laptop in your room, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it as much as it tries, it doesn't have the same like almost like i don't want to say like like oomph yeah like the big sort of like fuck oh my god these like big speakers and this big music um Mm -hmm. and all these crazy lights but to be fair what was really like rewarding i guess i don't that sounds a bit wanky um what was really (laughs) nice for me was i the second time i watched it i watched it with both my housemates and they'd never seen it before 
Um, And so it was like really nice to like know what was coming up and to see them getting more and more excited and being like, oh my God. And like at the start, they were like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Andrew Garfield's doing a weird, very over the top camp performance. Um, And Mm. like, hmm, this feels all a bit like, I'm not sure if I'm going to enjoy this. And by the end, they were like, fuck, it's amazing. Like the staging of it, like the acting, which I mean, like the National Theatre version, just watch it for the acting masterclass on its own. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone kills it. Um, oh, um, but yeah, that was like really nice to sort of be like, oh, this is something that I enjoyed like way back when, <laughs> way back when, all three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and for them then to sort of see it as well, it was, I don't know, it was just a nice little like experience. Um yeah um like I did think uh I could see whenever I watched it I was watching with Aoife Lauren and Harry Casey friends of the pod and I don't think Harry had seen it before I'm not 100% sure correct if I'm wrong Harry Casey but um I think that was his first time watching it mm-hmm. so that was kind of interesting and like I like the bit like whenever the angel first appears mm-hmm. um that whole scene and like the way the first part ends like the big kind of <gasps> that yeah. was a terrible impression oh. but you know like the big like noise like uh like that Keith still McGee was really designer. like <laughs> hit me up guys um <laughs> that was still i find that really like still very impactful but obviously like you know not the same but no completely it, it, like um, the, yeah i don't know it still kind of just like holds up even through like a small screen because Can the production ask... value was just like incredible. Oh, like a hundred percent. I was gonna say, can I ask? Because I think it could be like fun, and it'll maybe just like highlight a couple more bits of the play, just so we sort of hit a bit of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of your like just like favorite moments? I guess of the whole thing. Like, what are so like I like one of my favorites is the thing, <laughs> and I just think it's because it's such a like iconic line. Is when he's like, mm. "I'm a fucking prophet." <laughs> yes um, and he says that to his like boyfriend who left him while he was dying of aids sorry mm-hmm. spoilers for i feel like we should Spoiler. preface the whole oh, thing I mean... with being like go watch it, it first yeah. <laughs> um but like the the iconic moment of him being like i'm a fucking prophet in his like really camp like the, sort of like black weird yeah, like black thing shroud thing yeah 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 um and andrew garfield's descent into madness in probably like the second <laughs> act of the second play in general yeah. is just so like for I me is probably my fave bit yeah i see i yeah this is interesting as well because like i find him hilarious and like mm. the second act especially like he just was so funny mm-hmm. um but then like i think harry sorry harry if i'm exposing you and all your opinions um he kind of found him a bit like um like kind of ott or like i don't know if if he said like that he was a bit hammy or if that's a bit harsh even so like at the time when i rewatched with my housemates one of them mentioned something like that near the start yeah yeah Um, and then i started i was like i'm really intrigued just to like if other people have talked about that and i remember looking at reviews and some people sort of were like it is i guess strange might be the right word um for andrew garfield who identifies as a heterosexual man um to sort of play such an effeminate campy character um with a very feminine i guess like presenting sort of way of doing things as well and to the point it was like is this 
and I, I personally don't think this about it, but I know some people were like, it felt like it was being played for laughs as opposed to like, I, I believe Pryor is a very real type of gay man that I think we've mm. all seen, which is a very effeminate queer person, which maybe is sometimes looked down upon by people as well as like, oh, that's the type. Like, do you ever get that thing which is like, yeah. oh, I don't mind these gays because they're um, like, for all intents and purposes, quite heteronormative. But yeah, yeah. those femme limp wrist people, which is exactly what Pryor's character is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess it creates a whole interesting sort of discussion around how Andrew Garfield as a heterosexual man can do that and be praised for it. But people maybe in real life are more like oh i'm not gonna associate with that sort of like faggoty behavior <laughs> if that yeah makes no sense. yeah you're like that yeah that's a whole discussion point that i have yeah, I written actually um because like for me i i didn't like take issue with his portrayal or anything or like think mm-hmm. of it as like you know playing it for laughs or whatever like I just think that the character is funny and like you can Mm -hmm. like a lot of those lines are just funny and you like could easily Mm -hmm. play them you know for laughs like but not in a bad way kind of thing and like the like the character is meant to be very like yeah like feminine Mm -hmm. um like high campery like that's kind of over the top yeah the intention with the character with you on that Um, but it is interesting though because like um we kind of mentioned this briefly before but you know that film uh prom or is it the prom i haven't actually watched it but i I also haven't watched it maybe we'll maybe when we get to pee yeah, maybe maybe that's something to we'll, explore. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to this point when we're at yeah. Pee. um but yeah very valid point people to were go on. very like up in arms about that mm-hmm. um because like just from what i've read um that james corden was like playing into like harmful stereotypes or like really like doing it like very like camp limperist as you say um mm-hmm. and like I guess maybe the difference is that that character didn't need to be played like that necessarily like it well I, d- I actually don't know anything about this the prom thing whatever like is it adapted no, from a play or something or what I think it was a, it? I think it was a Broadway musical first but I haven't seen it either but I kind of agree with you it's like I mean, I, this is maybe a controversial opinion coming up. I do mm. think sometimes people hear it on James Corden just because of his oversaturation and the fact he's seen as yeah. like an easy target. Um, and Fair. You, do you know what I mean? Like, I just think sometimes people are just, it's it's fun to hit on him and yeah. what people see it as as opposed to anything else, which is like, fair enough. I get he's oversaturated, um, but that doesn't mean that he can't do good things every once in a while too i don't know yeah. i don't know enough about him please don't cancel me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it, it is interesting that he obviously played an effeminate gay character and got so much backlash for it whereas andrew garfield played an effeminate gay character and won a tony for yeah. it <laughs> yeah like this is my thing like what where, mm-hmm. what's the difference or is it just because you know this was a play and and that's a film on netflix or whatever so it's just more it's more yeah. like i wonder and i don't know this is this isn't helped by the fact we haven't seen the prom obviously and as i said maybe that can be a p we'll get to that when we think about it mm-hmm. um but i wonder if it's because james corden's character 
the funny is that James Corden is being like, oh, I'm so camp and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's like yeah. what the laugh is being played for, whereas Andrew Garfield's play character is an effeminate gay man who is funny because the text he's given is genuinely like hilarious no matter like it doesn't it's not the femininity that's making that funny it's just like him as a character and the actual way the lines are written and how they're in responses to other people is comedy i guess yeah and then also like um prior has like more like i would say probably more than the funny bits like prior has mostly like really kind of um Uh, what am i trying to say like he yeah he's like the most um he's such a rounded character because he doesn't just do comedy he does such anguishing heartbreak um and goes from like complete joy to complete depression to complete fucking anger um and the well-roundedness of that character probably makes it way easier for him to do hilarious campiness because we know he's not just that stereotype and we know andrew garfield is aware he's not just a limp wrist gay he is so many other things on top yeah. of that and there's nothing wrong with being a limp wrist gay either um yes our yeah, podcast so... supports the limp wrist gay <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I yeah i i think that's kind of what how i feel about the about andrew garfield as prior because like because it's not just like him playing up campery for laughs whereas mm-hmm. like maybe that that is the argument that's made for james corden's portrayal but again we'll have to watch it first before we can comment yeah. <clears throat> i think yeah i don't I, I don't know if it's worth saying but i also think a point about this podcast just moving forward is we probably are going to talk about some like serious stuff with like differing opinions depending from all aspects of the queer community and i just want to say that like i don't think there's a right or a wrong answer to any of those discussions yeah I think they are discussions and the important thing is to have them and to talk about them and to like weigh in each other's opinions and just because we feel that way now it doesn't mean we're opposed to hearing someone else's viewpoint who maybe disagrees with that as well yeah 100 um, and yeah I just I, th- I think the great thing about it is that we all have we're all at a place now where we have a platform to actually talk about these things and sort of discuss them and have our own views on them and the beauty of it is we can share them and our viewpoints can change as well yeah yeah because um, like obviously we might be kind of missing a point here like yeah based on our own backgrounds and educations and different yeah experiences as well and i know people Um, have like a lot of different thoughts about like um straight actors playing any kind of queer characters in general completely so that's like a whole that's like a whole other bag of fish discussion (laughs) that could be had yeah um I feel anyway, like we should are... mention though oh sorry, yeah, you asked me my favourite oh. moments, so we will come back to that. But we should Big mention pin. um Andrew Garfield's strange commentary at the time, which did actually cause a bit of controversy. Yes, I, I think I've only heard about this through you, so please tell the viewers too. <laughs> yeah, so basically Listeners. he said something at the time, like in an interview talking about um the role um he he made a comment about being like basically a gay man without the physical act um and also maybe in the same interview said something about um watching RuPaul's Drag Race to prepare for the role so (laughs) obviously right see I see he then said that this was kind of taken out of context 
and that mm. he like I think people kind of took it as him being like that all the only preparation he did was watch Drag Race and that that yeah and it was like to be gay and that also like oh i'm basically a gay man because i watch drag race but i but you no homo i'm not going to touch a man that's how people took it at the time but then Mm -hmm. he kind of like backtracked a little bit later and said that that was taken out of context and that he um what did he say hold on i have it here nice oh she's got notes she's got the receipts (laughs) he said then that um he simply meant that he was fully prepared and committed to the role by immersing himself in modern LGBTQ culture. So, which is interesting for a play that is not set in the modern world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that's kind of an interesting comment. But yeah, or people thought he them. was like trivial trivializing what it means to be a gay man. Which, yeah, I get yeah, that. I guess that, and that obviously then weighs into the whole like he can take off that queer coat when he wants to and i guess still walk mm-hmm. around with all the all the goodness that comes with being a straight man yeah <laughs> all the dullness jk um yeah i don't know like that was kind of a, a weird comment but i kind of feel like he may be just like uh, i don't know if that was more just him like just word vomiting and then yeah I, I don't know if that was necessarily like harmful i think the, i mean you can tell me this i guess but he's apologized for it right and tried to backtrack um, um i don't know if he apologized. oh my god has he not yikes <laughs> well he more said um oh like oops that, this, he, he didn't apply he didn't take accountability he was just like oop he can't he spoke out in his defense uh of mm. the comment or in defense of the comment Say, insisting that his words were taken out of context mm. um, and he said that's of course not what I meant at all that discussion was about this play and how deeply grateful I am that I get to work on something so profound it's a love letter to the LGBTQ community we were talking about how do you prepare for something so important and so big and I was basically saying I dive in as fully as I possibly can mm-hmm. so he was like I'm living the life of a gay man I'm watching drag race <laughs> um, Kiva, that's exactly that's exactly how I signed <laughs> yeah so I mean, yeah I, I don't it's know interesting because there's like other queer people in the cast um mm-hmm. like, I think the cast is quite queer I don't I'm not 100% sure on that I'm going to yeah see check, I don't know but... because I kind of assumed that Lewis the actor that plays Lewis is <laughs> gay Shall but I, then maybe let, that's just let me give him a quick google i know that russell Tovey's russell Tovey, yeah um god bless him he has a wee podcast about art which i keep meaning to listen to oh um but that's just because i bloody love russell Tovey, and it must be noted did love andrew garfield as well big part of the whole gay journey shall we say <laughs> um but yeah. that doesn't mean we can't hold him accountable <laughs> oh, yeah um let me see in just in america i also feel like we haven't given a shout out to um Denise, I always Ga- forget Ga- her surname. Gao or Goff. I don't know Ga- how you say her surname, but yeah, she is like, the mother I never had. Yes. <laughs> the sister I always wanted. No, she she was like, oh, so, so incredible. And she didn't win a Tony for that, you know. The guy who played Roy Cohn, I think, won a Tony and Andrew Garfield won a Tony. Mm-hmm. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, 
but she did not and that's kind of still really obsessed me to this day because oh my god such yeah, a she, stunning she performance it. from her um, like, and she is the moment yeah. now come on now completely um Sorry, it actually was during a, a Q&A panel that he said he made the comments about the gayness in the drag race. Not, it wasn't a, a, like a written interview. Um, I don't know. I, no, James McCardle, yeah. it doesn't say on his Wikipedia that he is gay. Does it generally say things like that on Wikipedia? Like, Simon Gibson, a gay man. <laughs> I mean, usually isn't it the joke which is like you go to their personal life section and it's usually like homosexual. <laughs> oh yeah, homosexuality, um, mental breakdowns, death. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all of us. Um, okay, or well like, that says yeah. so. No, um, Nathan Lane, who played Roy Cohn, has a spice called Devlin Elliot. It's oh, nice. it's a man. Like a man. Yay! Oh, okay, I um, didn't know that about him. Well, there you go. Nathan Lane, Timon from the. Um, I was about to say Jungle Book. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Lion King, um, oh, absolutely yeah. fab. Did you know? And I this is so. This that. is, this is so dumb and so like, I feel like really uneducated because I only found out that it, like that this fact that Roy Cohn's a real person. <laughs> yeah. So I did not know this either because I'm also, you know, an airhead maybe. Yeah. But Harry Casey. Big Harry Casey's getting so many shoutouts. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what a king we stand. Yeah, I didn't know that until he said that to me when we were watching it the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was a real person and he was awful, horrible human being. Mm-hmm. Which, like, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, so this guy's like a bit of a baddie, but like we feel sorry for him, do we? And then the, when I actually knew who he was, I was like, okay, no, he's actually terrible. And mm-hmm. I realized more how terrible he was yeah like a lot of bad stuff and he yeah. did a lot of bad stuff to gay men yeah as a as as a closeted gay man um yeah. as well which i mean i guess speaks for the society at the time and at least we've come on leaps and bounds that people feel a bit more comfortable about their sexuality so that the whole toxic environment is slightly lessened i guess mm. uh, just slightly and um, also i want to take back i'm not 100 percent sure about james mccardle's um sexuality at all because i've read something which says he likes to keep his private life to himself which is okay, totally fine that's fine that's um, so valid so let's, sorry, James. let's backtrack forward slash edit out anything i said about it. yeah sorry for peeping um, um yeah um sorry so, some of your favorite moments oh okay yeah so favorite unless moments. you unless you had something really profound to say and i just cut you off and no. everyone who's listening is gonna be like he's such a misogynist he keeps cutting her off <laughs> Oh my god, am I Mich- Michelle Visage? Oh, uh, oh, that was a really bad joke. Never mind. Um, no, I got, I got it. Sadly, uh, uh, the way I don't want this podcast to be. <laughs> Have you ever heard of RuPaul's Drag Race? It's a fun <laughs> gay show. <laughs> I'm like, can we actually just avoid RuPaul? Oh my gosh, we should have done A is like Drag Race Australia, and then B is like Drag Race Barcelona. Berlin. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just made that up. Um, sorry, just one more thing. Um, w- with this Andrew Garfield thing, it, he said, "My only time off during rehearsals, every Sunday, I would ha- have eight friends over, and we would just watch Ru. Just the way he said Ru." as if they're oh, like buddies Andrew. like Andrew, that is 
not i mean to be fair that's where we all start off we all start off at something like drag race yeah um, but then I mean, we realize rupaul's a terrible person yeah <laughs> until we get her on the podcast and then you know <laughs> that's a uh, moment. Mm-hmm. oh the fracking no no not that that's not um, no, I'm good. I'm I'm honestly good for RuPaul. Let's get Courtney Act on. Great, great activist. Great. Speaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we could get her by C. By the time we get to the C episode, um, hmm. in two weeks, <laughs> I'll have to um, see about that. Um, no, I just was gonna say, sorry. I will get to my favorite moment, Simon. I'm so sorry, but God, she's really making us work for this. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered as well the mm-hmm. heinous. Is that how you say that word? Heinous. Heinous. Yeah, I think so. Heinous? I think so. He, the only other way I can think of saying it is like, no, heinous? actually, I don't know. Heinous. Heinous. No, heinous. Anyway, hate he, crime. Yeah, I would say heinous. Heinous. <laughs> hate crime that Andrew Garfield committed. Oh. Do you know what I'm going to say? Oh my gosh. Um. With the outfit uh, he wore as a guest judge on Drag Race. I did not know you were going to say that. <laughs> you that? I, I know please, so little about fashion. Please Google that right now. Please. Andrew outfit what? This is what I see. My, this is my sleep paralysis demon in the corner of my room. The trousers haunt me to this day. Was he not just wearing a nice suit? Did I not? Oh. Maybe I've maybe oh, baby, blind no. this. Let me, let me oh read. oh my gosh why is he crawling as well I'm yeah oh, there was like a moment wait i'm oh why is my keyboard so loud wait oh i need to see this oh as well. i do I'm not remember those trousers oh, like, i don't remember any of that that's upsetting <laughs> it's really upsetting it's really really upsetting simon and i mean he looks well most of the time that's like on the top half it's like it's fine it's boring but it's whatever hmm but then wait i need why is this oh my god all the pictures are like hidden somebody has tried to like remove him from the internet because it's too disturbing the trousers oh my god oh my god not the one um okay moving on that was all yeah now we've insulted andrew garfield enough let's disclaimer i genuinely i mean maybe it's wrong of me i no, like i actually did enjoy him i thought he was good in this i i, I did enjoy him but anyway we just are giving yeah, him we're, fair yeah, critiques we're trying to be balanced here um yeah completely yeah we're trying to see both yeah. sides of the story because <laughs> that's what we do here you know we're so diplomatic um, unbiased yeah. yeah diplomatic um, that's that'll be one of the tags see us in the diplomatic <laughs> section of spotify um so my some of my favorite moments <gasps> here it comes everyone oh the big fucking reveal no um <laughs> i the bit what uh, so basically any bits with harper because we love her yeah um mm-hmm. the bit where she is like in the snow with mm-hmm. Belize. We haven't even mentioned Belize, by the way, who is like literally the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, like, like completely. Um bloody yeah. love Belize. Um sorry, anyway, you, you let's let's do Harper and then we'll yeah, do a okay, Belize so, moment. Yeah, Harper. Um her bit in the snow, beautiful, stunning. Um also her mm-hmm. last monologue. 
um, which is on the plane. We love that. We mm-hmm. love that, don't we? Do I remember any yes, lines from it? Yes, we do love no. that. I think it starts with like she's. It starts with the location. Yeah, it's like. Well, isn't she talking like, about like space? First or... flight to no, no. I, I, it's not Manhattan, but it's like somewhere. And like it's that. just maybe stunning. That bit makes me cry too. I, what? You know, one one thing, and I'm so sorry to bring it back to a man. <laughs> Like, how, how fucking bad of me. But I do you feel like the play... So, like, obviously there are, like, great closures. And that scene with Harper is such a lovely mm-hmm. closure. But at least in the National Theatre version, I feel like Russell Tovey's character just, like, doesn't have, like, a massive, like... I guess maybe his end arcs with Roy. But it just feels so, like, um... mean <laughs> compared to everyone else getting a really nice, like, oh, that's lovely. And that's sort of, like, we've got a nice ending moment i don't know i feel like russell toby's character kind of just like disappears yeah. at the end of the play yeah you're right who is called joe joe That's yeah joe name. um joe blogs joining us. <laughs> um yeah i don't know if that like if that was just like they had to cut it down for time or mm-hmm. i don't know yeah academics write in on a postcard please Anyway, um, Harper's bloody monologue um, at the end. Do you have a absolutely wee quote lovely? There? Um, I'm I'm about I'm trying to find you. We quote. I also probably should have prefaced the last time I read from the book that I am not an actor, <laughs> <laughs> as you can probably tell. <laughs> um, hence the me being like um uh uh, <laughs> um, me stumbling over lines. Um, oh. No, no, that's her and Joe having a confrontation. Okay, night flight to San Francisco. Um, let me see if her last... You know, like, if you just go to yeah, the yeah. edge, you see there's something profound there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll not make that's you perform writing, the whole right? thing. Um, uh, uh, um, I can't think of, like, what her accent is. It's, like, yeah, American. Generic I'm from American. Wisconsin or somewhere. Nothing's lost forever. In this world, there is a kind of painful progress. Longing for what we've left behind and dreaming ahead. At least, I think that's so. Airplane oh, noises. <laughs> lovely. Um, yeah, there's just some really like yeah, honestly, nice imagery Rick. in that bit, and she's just stunning. She has some beautiful like still moments amongst yes. all the madness, which is odd because she is the character who is like hallucinating for most mm-hmm. of the play. Um, but she, yeah, like that moment when it snows, um, yeah, is just so lovely. Also, the production value of the whole National Theatre yeah. thing is insane. Like, how much money did it cost? I would True. like to know. <laughs> and can we have that budget yeah, for this? Uh, yeah, it really makes you go like, oh my god, if I had like, this is what can be done if you have money. Like, ugh, mm-hmm. gorge. Okay, interesting side quick question. If you were staging a production of Angels in America, but you were doing it on... Kiva and I used to be part of her drama society. If you're doing it on the £100 budget of oh, our old Jesus. drama society, how would you do oh, it? Oh, God. <laughs> like, ugh. Especially as a stage oh. manager. <laughs> and that would be a nightmare. That I... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, is anyone really going to come to a seven-hour student production of Angels in America? 
I feel like I would vote. I would like try to. I would like protest to have that not put on. No, I'm kidding. That's mean. Is that mean? But I just feel like how could you ever do I mean, it justice? It, it's funny. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. You'd have to but just be creative and like have note, no set because there's no way you could like you you can't do one set and not have others. So you'd have to just have no set if you only had a hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. You you'd like have a bed, and I feel like that's the only prop you'd need. Are we? Really. Are we just because you can use it as a hospital moment. bed? Yeah, like some. Yeah, you'd have to have some just some kind of surface. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't want to prop them up on chairs. No. That always looks <laughs> yeah. Um. Gosh, yeah. There's like puppetry. There's a lot going yeah, on. How would you? Maybe, um, so maybe a wee hanging from the ceiling fun. moment. My go-to. <laughs> oh, you love a you love yeah, a hanging from the ceiling do, moment. So you do. I do love that. Um, fun. Well, is it a fun fact? I guess it's not that fun. But um, the I was reading the Wikipedia page of the play earlier on because I am a prepared mm-hmm. podcaster. <laughs> um, and the play was pro- the play itself was actually protested. Um, not surprised. when it was on, because it was seen as like the sort of like I think it was like a culture war at the time of like homosexuality being more accepted and stuff. Um, so people outside were like, no, we don't want this big gay yeah. seven-hour play. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, fun fact, was only supposed to be a... So the way it's two plays, it was only supposed to be two hours long as well. Um, Tony Kushner was commissioned to write a two-hour play, and he really said, I'm going to give you... Seven like, hours of gay three fuckery. Three of those. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and we yeah. appreciate that, Tony. <laughs> it's the do- You know that domino effect meme where it's like... <laughs> Tony Kushner gets commissioned for a two-hour play, and then like the final domino is like two Belfast bits. Just like trashing <laughs> Andrew Garfield's trouser choice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's all connected. That's where we're at. Um, <laughs> did you have anything else to say about Harper, or do um, you want to go on to Belize? We can go on to Belize. Yes, played by I. I know his name's Nathan. I feel like I should know his surname. It's like a double barrel surname, but he was from Misfits. Yes. If you ever watched Misfits, I have watched Misfits. I love it. Um, so I remember being like in the cinema, being like, oh, and the whole time I was like, that guy really sounds like Timon from the, the not <laughs> Belize. Um, Roy Cohn being like, that really sounds like um Timon from The Lion King, and then going home and being like, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. I um, but that. yeah, Nathan. What's his name? Belize is called Nathan Stewart Jarrett. Um. I mean, Stunning. iconic that his first performance was Misfits. Is he is he um, English or is he American what? then? I would assume he's English. I I'm, I think he's yeah. It says he's British, British. here, so yeah, he is English, um, British. <laughs> um, he so yeah. And yeah, like his yeah his character the real is just, angel in I mean, America. Did you like that one? Folks? Yes, yes, Kiva. That is well, a profound statement. That could have been your name for the dissertation. Belize. Is he the angel that we speak of? No, that was terrible. Um, yeah, I just love Belize. I think he's the best character. Um, like everyone is kind of a little bit problematic, apart from him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Um, modern day Robin Hood stealing. Yeah, from the rich, we love that. We love that. Um, the voice of reason, the the way he shuts Lewis up whenever Lewis is being the most annoying, yeah. like 
complainy whiny boy ever is like yes another one of the, like it's up there with i'm a fucking prophet in terms of the yeah best oh scene. my god that that whole it, um, that like kind of argument debate whatever between the two of them is a great bit as well because oh my god lewis is so annoying yeah. i'm sorry oh but yes come on and, and belise says what we're all thinking yeah which is fuck yeah <laughs> It's like your boyfriend is literally dying of AIDS, and you're crying about the fact that you mm-hmm. cheated on him. And he tries, <laughs> but he he like tries um, to. Doesn't he kind of say like ignorant things as well to him like, about like immigrants or about um black people? Yeah, and Belize think, has to be like. No. I think he tries to like compare Belize's journey to that of maybe like a Jewish man in America, which. I don't know enough about the like political context behind the Jewish American experience, um, but I think yeah, that based on what he says anyway, it doesn't sound like the um, to marry mm. up. I yeah, guess. it's I yeah I can't remember exactly um, what he says, but it's just very like yeah. A lot of old um, <laughs> yeah, he just gives like irritating yeah. energy. We irritating. I and our beliefs is like not having mm-hmm. any of that. Um, also, I really, really appreciate um, how Belize and Pryor like yeah, interact with each other. Yeah, like a really it. just nice, um, and wholesome, how, queer friendship. Like really, yes, it's such a like queer, queer supporting queers, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like friendship of looking after each other. And I think it's a really lovely yeah. portrayal of that. Um, and they did. I think it's mentioned. Is it mentioned? And maybe I made this up in the play that like they used yeah, to like. Yeah, date. it is um but it's still like there's still so much like love yeah. and friendship there and i don't know about you but i find that in like definitely certain areas of the queer community that like just because you like previously were in a relationship with someone does not mean that you cannot be their friend mm-hmm. afterward and still have a laugh maybe that's just individual my own experience but i really liked that that it sort of like didn't show it as like a weird jealousy storyline of like lewis versus belise yeah, ding yeah. ding it was just like no belise is a really good person who cares for his friend no matter mm-hmm. what um and the way they get like more femme with each other like when they're like presented together i just think is really nice because that also happens yeah because they're just yeah they're just gays in a room (laughs) the most comfortable with each other i guess um yes Mm. i love that and also like um there's the whole bit with roy cone in the hospital and belise is his nurse and he's like yeah really racist and homophobic towards him even though he mm-hmm. literally is dying of AIDS because of having sex with men yeah um and be- but Belise like still it's liver cancer huh? Kiva <laughs> I just said it's liver <laughs> cancer yeah um sorry that's not something to joke uh, about well that's what he says <laughs> isn't it or he tried yeah he tra- yeah yeah yeah, no, he's he's he, as a, as a closeted gay man, he can't bear to have the yeah. gay disease. Um, so it's liver um, cancer. But um, yeah, so but he's anyway, like being sorry. really awful to Belize, and you know, is generally like this awful person. And like, you know, if it was like any other character, they probably would just be like, "Okay, fuck this old guy." But Belize is like, yeah, "I'm gonna kill him. I'm still gonna <laughs> look after you." Because I'm a good person, and I'm a good nurse, mm-hmm. and the, the, real, the angel. real angel, and like everything that is right with society. Yeah. Yeah, completely. 
and Nathan Stewart Jarrett. I've still got his Wikipedia <laughs> page open. Um, it, I think, just yeah. portrays that perfectly. He is the the one out of that cast you most want to be friends with. After it, um, as fabulous as some of the other characters are, um, yeah, he's just a nice big yeah gay for sure. Fan. Yeah, he's just very like it's just very <laughs> warm and like yeah, big fan. Yeah, we love the leaves. We love. We stand. I have one more um, nugget of lovely. information about Andrew Garfield that I forgot about. Um, oh my god, the <laughs> trashing continues. So, um, I have a friend who won't be named, who, I might have told you this before, I can't remember, um, who used to work in the National Theatre and was working there at the time mm-hmm. that um, Angels in America was on. And apparently... Mm-hmm. All the staff like really didn't like Andrew Garfield. Find him really annoying because, oh, wow. just like after every show, the cast would be like drinking and stuff, which was like fine. But apparently, um, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield would just get like really drunk and just become like a real diva or something, or would just be really annoying and like kind of rude. Oh so gosh. yeah, that's my insider tea, folks. Andrew Garfield oh, stands. Wow. Don't the, come for me. The illusion is shattered. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, you're, yeah, our podcast is going to get done for slander within the first half. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's wow. That's yeah. Flip. Flip an egg. But I mean, you know, that's. Uh, um, not very surprising. But he's still got the Tony, so I mean, I guess. <laughs> it you know that's just uh, yeah. Like actors. let's be real, most celebs. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um. Sorry, you were saying. Do I have any more points mm-hmm. to talk talk about? And I feel like with this play, I could talk for um seven and a half hours about it. Um. Yeah. Maybe more. Um. But there's nothing that like immediately springs to mind of like fuck we didn't mention that, and I'm sure it will. Oh, I guess one thing um, that I did want to just say is that I actually really like how the play portrays an older woman who, like, of faith, of, like, religion, um, with, uh, L- not Lewis. Joe, Joe's mom, Oh, Joe's mum. Yeah. So I think she's called mm-hmm. Hannah. Um, and I really like how she's portrayed as not a bigot and as someone who is like a three-dimensional character because it'd be very easy to be like here's the crazy yeah. religious lady here to stop everyone's plans um, but for her to have such compassion and some of the most for me like beautiful scenes in the whole thing are the conversations that her and Pryor have because it's such mm-hmm. an unlikely friendship that you don't think is going to go anywhere and it's just going to be filled with hate and for it to be genuinely very love-filled and for her to like comfort him whenever he's upset um to me is just really lovely and the fact that she's even in the epilogue is like one of the like four characters in the epilogue as opposed to joe himself yeah um it's just i think just really lovely and i think a really like credit to like tony kushner to like write a three-dimensional religious woman character older woman character as well yeah um yeah i think she's she's just really well done and i think it's there's obviously a big conversation around religion and sexuality as a whole but i think that's done in a really positive way to show that which is a story for some people of faith that i doesn't matter what your faith is but the main thing is to spread love and i think that's maybe the overall message of the play Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that really cheesy (laughs) (laughs) no but you're right though you're right 
Um, yeah, that's very true. I forgot about her. Um, she was great. Did you have any last? Did you have any last wee things you um, wanted to touch on? <clears throat> no, that was all the kind of little points that I had um, written down for myself anyway to remember to say. But um, yeah. So basically, nice. in summary, we love this play. What's our summary? Yes, I I think in summary. <laughs> In summary, in we should have like a quirky title for like how we like finish these like in con gay illusion. Ew. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> Delete that. In um summer gay? Summery? Summery? Summer gay. In queer um do you know what? It will work on it for next yeah. week. <laughs> um oh final thoughts um great yes love it if you haven't watched it but let's be real it'll just be our friends listening to this so you all have (laughs) (laughs) um go watch it on the national theater player it is absolutely fabulous um yeah and i think as a queer person who i think like i think as queer people we see a lot of depressing upsetting stories and whilst this story definitely has its heartbreak and its moments to cry Mm -hmm. an overall message of optimism is just really really refreshing to have as a queer person in general um yeah and that's why i think it's one of like my favorite plays is because it offers some hope um and makes you feel good about yourself by the end of it and about our community as a whole and sort of brings us all together and i really like that that sounded very profound so i'm gonna close my sentence there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no that's good i agree um now do i you have just to like, say things same. <laughs> i mean yeah same yeah go on same. um yeah go on I, give us your your final your final thoughts okay so less profound, less profound than simon but our summary is um that we both love this play we loved this National Theatre performance or the, their production of it. Um, watching it on mm-hmm. a screen is not the same. Watching it on a small screen is even more mm-hmm. not the same. Um, <laughs> but it still is just great. Wow, I'm, I am a man of words. Um, <laughs> I thought that was beautiful, Kiva. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Tony Award-winning. To- oh yeah, uh, Andrew Garfield. We have mixed feelings and opinions and thoughts and emotions on, which is okay. I'm sure you all have. I interesting thoughts too. Which let us know in the comment section below. There's no comment section below. Um, this <laughs> the podcast, but write write in write write to us with your thoughts. I don't know. That's all. Belize uh, is great and Harper sick. is great. And Hannah. Yeah, yeah. Justice for them three. Um, there is a small lag. I'm so sorry again. Um, it's okay. Do we have like socials or ads yet? Or is that something we're establishing post episode? I mean, yeah, we don't. But we can edit that. <laughs> so, we'll put that. So I believe you can put stuff in the description of podcasts yeah yeah so we will put links to our socials or at least like the ads 
in the in the the yeah, the description of this. Mm-hmm. So if you have any like suggestions of like queer things you want us to look at throughout the um yeah the like the lifespan of this podcast i guess um or anything like that give us a little shout um and we'll be happy to chat with you and Mm -hmm. take that suggestion what am i trying to say help yeah no yeah 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 Yeah. um suggestions are welcome we do have Mm -hmm. um a little list of options you know for future Mm -hmm. episodes and actually i was going to suggest so since we have like for b for the letter b we have like a few mm-hmm. options. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do one of those wheel thingies that decides for us what our next thing is? Oh my gosh, that's quite exciting. Um, yeah, like what live on air? Yeah, like live on air. <laughs> oh my gosh, that yeah, well that'll be nice because then you can be like, join us next time. Yeah, um, sorry, just working out the marketing while you guys are all yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, because I think if we can be like, this is what we're watching next week. Watch along with us, you guys. And then people will be prepared with their little, like, queer homework. And then that avoids, like, spoilers as well. They'll be like, you guys are wrong. Um, Yes. Sick. Let me see. Wheel. Cool. No, Kiva, I'm not going to lie. What? We've been recording for a long time? Oh. Is that what you were going to say? Oh, so, oh no, sorry, I just, I froze again. All I was going to say is, I don't have that list, so I'm intrigued as to what the B letters are. Oh, okay, yeah, I have it, that's okay. Um, we'll off decide, oh no, we'll nice. decide, we- oh, we'll decide, oh, that's clever. Okay, like, we'll decide, but it's a wheel, okay. Oh, um, very intelligent. Let me modify wheel. Um, okay, and let me get my list up. Bear with us, folks. <laughs> um, so we have in front of us a wheel with how many options? Either. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's a lot. Twelve, 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 whole, twelve whole bees. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to tell you them because if. When we get the whole way around again for series two, wow. <laughs> so this is 12 seasons in here, potentially, well. Yeah, yeah I mean, which we're going to go to, obviously. We're going to be doing this yeah. for 46. Like. Yeah. Um, um, yeah but gonna... some, of them, some of them we could do, like, um, we might need to, like, double up if there's, like, not enough material to discuss anything. So we'll see what this gives us. Yeah, completely. Um, but yeah, so this is exciting. We are doing this live, so we are finding out what we are... I guess watching and discussing for next week um, on yeah. the air. On the air. Who the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> I've really taken to this whole podcast thing and get used to it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, okay. so, Kiva, if you would do the honors, put some fancy music over this. Um, okay. Wheel of Fortune music. <laughs> Here we go. Love it. Oh. <gasps> okay. Uh, that, Literally that is... the option you wanted. <laughs> For our viewers, Kiva, would you like to do the honours? So next week we will be watching... Drumroll. Booksmart. Sound effects. Sorry, I, my, my internet cut out, so all I, I, all I heard was like... It's okay, I continued on. All I heard was you being like, next week we'll be watching, and then I thought you took the most like dramatic long pause ever. How did this happen? Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, so we 
the way I honestly was like, mm, if it doesn't pick Booksmart, maybe we'll just pretend and pick that anyway. So I just want to watch that again. Um, Genuinely, authentically, we so, have a yeah. screen recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am so chuffed. It is one of my favourite films um, of, yeah, I really like, this probably film, all so. time. Um, well, soon. And I'm so pumped to watch it again. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so yeah. So if anybody wants to watch that, before next week's episode Mm -hmm. so you know what we're talking about if you haven't seen it or if you need a little refresher would recommend because it's just like really fun and cute anyway yeah it is the perfect Um, like watch it with a couple of your mates um mm -hmm. and eat some popcorn kind of movie and it makes me feel so warm and cozy yes hooray so Um, yeah i that's it we did episode one well done us yay um let's finally do, let's let's do a quick sign off by saying thank you <laughs> um, thank you for listening if yeah. you've sat the whole way through our ramblings yeah god bless and our technical difficulties yeah um, and thank- we promise that next week we'll be more confident. prepared <laughs> and confident yeah this listen thank you for holding our hands through this experience it was kind of scary yeah yeah, <laughs> but we appreciate you for for holding them. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, see you next week. Yeah, social media links in the description. Because we haven't we need made to them make yet. Them. <laughs> <laughs> We're an honest, cool podcast. You know, we go with the flow here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm doing a peace sign. Bye. Bye. Stop recording.